kind of home now not as much as we were home things have changed a bit since the last time we talked yeah man right over there yeah Kokomo you write it I don't really care when somebody uh, doesn't like me. I don't really care what their opinion is of me. You know, I'd like to say that uh, I've matured over the years. <laughs> I, yeah, I think we'd all like to say we matured a little bit over the years. But I will tell you, I, I'm, I'm not too worried when people don't like me not really something that uh, I decided to cognizantly do. I like it when people like me. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that I like everybody to hate me, but I'm just saying that it doesn't particularly bother me when somebody doesn't like me or if I have disagreements or agreements or whatever, you know, I, it's, it's not my, it's not my thing to really care. And that's really, that's kind of something that I I had to work at. It took me time and it took me a lot of growth to get to that point. You know, I, I recall when I first started working as a young professional, just the word young professional kind of, uh, kind of, I don't know, young professional. I, I remember how exciting it was, right? Like, you know, you think back to when you were first getting out in there and and everything was exciting and man you're you're buying these nice pens and you're getting these great folders and you've got all these wonderful meeting ideas and stuff like that you know i i used to liken it to um, an industry i worked in where we used to have a lot of student nurses come through and they'd come through and do their uh practical experience um and you would you'd see them come in, but you know you'd, it's, it would be really interesting because they'd they'd have all this energy and 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 then you'd look at some you know you'd watch some of the nurses that get a few more years in, and uh, you know so on so forth and and I always liked to joke that uh, life hasn't gotten to those young ones yet. You know, we, we do do a lot of changing. Isn't maturity? Yeah, but we all don't mature along the way. I, I think that a lot of that has to has to be worked on. So I, I recall, you know, early in my career, I, I really wanted to impress the upper-ups. Um, I'm not talking about my immediate supervisor and the supervisor above that person. I'm talking, I, I really wanted to impress the people up higher than that aspirations i suppose 
not when you like get fluid in your lungs, but actual aspiration of wanting to be something bigger than I was. And I had one of, uh, I remember this individual coming in. I don't even remember who they were, or what their name was. I think her name was Nancy now that I think about it. Um, and she came into my place of work and I was doing my gig and all of that, but she wasn't my direct supervisor, but I really wanted to impress her because, you know, you got to impress the the smartest person. It's kind of like when you get thrown in prison, right? So you get thrown in prison and the advice is you pick out the biggest and largest guy and you beat the crap out of him. You just go up and just punch him and punch him and everything like that. And, and the next thing you know, you don't have to worry about being messed with anymore. Well, I, I guess in a nicer way, um, in a in a nicer way, I, I think that that's kind of what I was after. So I really wanted to impress her. And, you know, I... <laughs> I, I, I guess I was hovering. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what I was doing, actually. I, I, I was hanging out too much. I, I should have been doing what I should have been doing. And I, I recall her looking at me and saying, hey, what is it that you actually do all day? And I, I, I remember that just being crushing. I, I rem- Oh, my God. That's, that's like getting kicked right in the, the mommy and daddy buttons, you know, below the belt. I was like, holy guacamole, Nancy it doesn't like me, blah, 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 blah. And that just kind of passed. But it, it really bothered me for a really long period of time. And I let it bother me. Then I remember having another regional who was kind of the boss above my boss at that time. And I I recall her coming into town and she said the same thing to me. Again, I was hovering. I was trying to overly impress. If I could say anything to the air quotes, young professionals, I would say, don't hover and don't try to overly impress. The results will definitely get you noticed. Again, more stuff that we'll discuss in the future, but I didn't know what to do at this point because this is the person I actually had to impress. This is the person that I needed to have on my side in order to really kind of move forward with my career because otherwise I I would have just kind of been stuck where I was. And so I, I, I recall changing my attitude towards that because she just saw me as just a person hanging out. I, I don't know what she saw me as. I, I, I have my ideas, but we, we, we'll save those opinions for her. And so at that point, I was like, well, how do I go about this? This was in the days of fax machines. I don't know how many of y'all remember the fax machines, but back before email was really a big thing, we would send faxes <laughs> around and and you would fax someone's office and it would literally go to their office, a piece of paper or 10 pieces of paper or whatever. And uh, you would put CC, carbon copy, and you would have these cover pages and you would send it all over the place. The cover page was kind of like a quick like bullet point description of what you were sending. And then you had the material that you were sending, the body or whatever you want to call it. 
And so I started faxing my projects and faxing some of my stuff. I would CC it to her, especially if I was doing anything big that involved the community or anything big hurrahs and stuff like that. And whenever she was around, I would do my best to obviously look busy in better ways. Um, and I didn't BS it at that point. I was kind of done with the BS thing. I, I realized that results were actually coming from actual results of doing something and not just looking busy, you know? And so I did this for a very long period of time and about, about a year. And I remember that there was a big regional meeting and, and, and that we, I, 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 I remember driving somewhere and we had this big regional meeting and we're all sitting in this big room and, and we all know how these corporate meetings go. Anybody who's been in a corporation you know, yeah, all these departments, you're all around these department heads and stuff like that. And, and you're sitting around these tables and you're just staring at each other and you're just waiting for the, the, the presentations to come. And this was before PowerPoint was a big deal or anything like that. I mean, it was still pretty simple. But the one thing that always happens at these corporate things, aside from dumb activities that you have to play along with, is that you have to stand up introduce yourself, say who you are, say something quirky, and sit back down and hope that you didn't embarrass yourself too bad. And so she's running the meeting. We'll just call her Rebecca. You know, she Rebecca's running the meeting. And I'm sitting in my spot and I see that we're, it's coming around to me and I'm thinking, okay, you know, you've, you've got to say something memorable, you say something smart, you know? So I'm thinking, and other people are saying stuff and it, of course, is other people are saying stuff, you know, you're coming up with something even better, you know, because you've got to be better. You've got to be cooler. You've got, I was a 20 something trying to make it in this world. And, uh, I remember, coming to me and I stood up and said, Hey, you know, um, this is who I am. And the second I got my name out of my mouth, she says, Oh, hold on a second there. I just want to explain exactly who this is. If you want to know exactly how to do what he does give him a call. And if you want to do it right, he's the guy you want to go to. I was floored. All of a sudden, I and she called me the guru. Ooh, the guru. A 20-year-old guru, right? But wow, that was amazing. That was really amazing. Um, I just kind of changed my, changed my, uh, my approach with her, and it, it actually worked. So anyway, back to me not really giving three hoots um, if someone's not impressed with me or someone there's, you know, here's the deal with professional development and stuff like that. You got to know who to impress and everything else is just garbage. Everything else is just noise. I uh, have had many colleagues over the years and, and you know, when you get those emails and they come in and it's like everybody's threatened and everybody gets a rock in their gut and they're like, oh my gosh, it's it's got to be about me, blah, 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 blah. And, and I used to have my, my colleagues would call me up or, or shoot me emails or whatever and they would say, oh my gosh, did you see the email from so-and-so or whomever, you know? could be the boss it could be someone above the boss and I'm like yeah I said but does it have anything to do with you 
you know, and, 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 and honestly, eight times out of 10, it didn't. And if it did, I'm like, yeah, that's for you. You know, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything for anybody, but you know, I, I always gave the advice of tune out the noise. Just take all that noise, shut off your ears and tune it out. You don't need it. You don't have to have it around. Now, if there's things in there that you have to address, obviously address them. Do what you need to do if you get assignments or whatever. But tune out all that garbage because, honestly, that is not for you. Leave it for the people who it's for. And, honestly, I used to pick up the phone and call people because people are oblivious. People are really dumb. And I would call whoever that was for and say, hey, by the way, that email's for you. You might want to do something about it. Um, but I don't know. That's just me. I never stepped on people to try to advance. Not really my, not really my forte. But, um, you know, Billie Eilish just recently came out with something. Um, she had this uh, it was kind of all over Twitter last night. And it, it was, it was kind of, I don't know if they're lyrics to a song. I'm not hip and cool. I don't keep up with the new Grammy artists. You know, my head's still stuck in old, old music, but, um, Billie Eilish came out with this, um, they've got to be lyrics to a song and it talks about, you know, I may dress with, with my clothes like this. I may put on more clothes. I may take off more, I may wear less, I'm really paraphrasing and trying to do the best I can to, to explain this. So if I'm butchering it and you're listening to me right now, just laugh at me because I'm a stupid idiot. But at the end of it, she says, your opinion of me is not my responsibility. And then um, there was a lot of uh, hashtagging going on, on with that of um, not my responsibility and people were putting your opinion of me is not my responsibility and taking a lot of uh, selfies and uh, um, saying, hey, this is who I am. This is what I look like. This is what I'm like. You know, this is what my, my personality is and, and different things like that. I thought that was fantastic. You know, that's, that's, that's a great, first off, I really, what I like what it did for, there's a lot of folks out there, and, and, and we, we obviously have some really misconstrued ideas of what body image is, but I think also there's a psychology behind that. Anything that we can do to empower um, younger folks or folks that are, are feeling down or may have some self-esteem issues and things like that, and that's what's hard, you know, getting back to the I don't care when people like me thing. Um you know, sometimes it is a self-esteem thing, right? You know, when we're when we're feeling really good about ourselves and feeling really high about ourselves, we could take that criticism quite well. Um, but when we're not feeling so good and, and we're feeling kind of down about ourselves or maybe a little less confident, um, we can't take that criticism very well. But, you know, a lot of that you really have to take and compartmentalize. A lot like what Billie Eilish is saying in her It's Not My Responsibility you know, this is who I am. And it's not my responsibility for you to think what you think of me. That's on you. And I like that a lot. I really have to give my hats off to that two-toned, haired, 
singer. You know, her brother actually is a really talented guy. I, I kind of went running down a uh, rabbit hole with this last night. I was kind of looking into some of the, 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 the tweets and, and things like that that were on Twitter and uh, came across a lot of um, duets and, and the two of them kind of um, writing music together and stuff. And, and he's really a, a, quite a talented guy. Um, they're both very talented, obviously. You don't win arms load, arms full of Grammy awards without, in one year, mind you, and your, your rookie year, your freshman year, or whatever you want to call it. You don't go winning awards like that, but guess what? She did, and it's really not my responsibility to... Uh, I, I was trying to go clever there, but I'm not, I'm not going to do it. But I, I really like what she did there. I thought it was pretty cool. You know, I, so I, I, was, uh, I was thinking about what I said last time that I had this uh, podcast rolling for y'all. And uh, we were talking about, the, you know, coming in and out of COVID and, and where are we going next and everything like that. And, and here we are, we're on the precipice of opening back up and uh, this last Saturday. So today I believe is Wednesday. And so this last Saturday I had to go to a couple of stores because I needed to get essential stuff actually. And so in the state that I'm in, um, I don't know what these color codes mean or anything like that, but we're able to kind of move about and everything and, and things are opening up at a limited capacity. But in this this state, um, you, it's not required to wear a face mask, and so I, I, uh, I went into a lot of these these two stores. I, ta- I apologize, just two stores, and there were not a lot of people wearing face masks. Not a lot of caution. Not a lot of um, of anything. I just I fear a little bit about the idea that there might be a. Uh, um, I, 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 I don't think it's going to be a second wave. I think it's actually going to be the actual spike. Um, some people are saying there's going to be a second wave. Well, there really hasn't been a first wave because we haven't hit the top yet, you know, of cases and we haven't hit the top of deaths. Unfortunately, today we just crossed 100,000 deaths, which absolutely blows my mind. Um, every, every life matters in this country and, and, uh, whoever it is, whatever age, whatever sex, creed, religion, color is not important at all. What's important is that we all survive this thing, you know, and again, here we are in a different place. You know, the last time that I was bringing this up, we had some fear, we had anxiety, we had some worry, we had some other things like that. And and here we are now, and it's almost like a 50-50 thing. Um, my better half was telling me um, that where she works, they're having these big high-end discussions about, um, they're calling it mask shaming, where I guess it's becoming a political thing. To me, it's not a politi- political thing. Personally, um, you know, there's times I wear masks, there's times I don't wear masks. But if I'm inside, if I'm around people, if I'm especially indoors, 
I'm going to wear a mask around other people. I don't know if I have it. I'm not about to be the guy that spreads this stuff, right? But, um, you know, some people now, they're like erasing all that fear. I, I don't understand how all of that fear and anxiety can just disappear overnight, but apparently it can. And now there's a thing called mask shaming where they shame people who are wearing masks saying, why would you wear a mask? And then the people wearing masks are kind of hollering back and forth. And it's, to me, this isn't a political thing. We've lost 100,000 lives here. We, we need to, if you're going to wear a mask, wear a mask. Please wear a mask. If you're not going to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. But, you know, at the end of the day, there's reasons why we should. And there's reasons that people feel they shouldn't. But honestly, right now I say wear a mask just because of where we're at. But that's not my call to make. You know, I'm not going to infringe on anyone's choice to wear a seatbelt or not wear a seatbelt. But there are laws for seatbelts. There are laws for if you are driving drunk in your state, it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with somebody else. That's kind of my opinion here is we don't drive drunk because we're impaired. And just because we're driving on a backcountry road or whatever doesn't make it okay. You're still driving drunk and you can hurt somebody else. That's my idea behind the masks. But I really got thinking about where we're at right now and, and how things have changed. And I, I really kind of want to take the next couple of uh, shows in a different direction. And I have lined up some, some different folks that we're going to interview. Um, and the interviews are really going to be based around the post-COVID or the post-Panda. Here we are, the post-Panda. I didn't even say this whole time I've been talking for 21 minutes. I haven't even said that this is the post-Panda podcast. Can you believe that? What is wrong with me? You know, if I was working for somebody right now or the FCC, heaven forbid, I'd be in big trouble. But hey, this is Jay Wes with a post-Panda podcast. Nonetheless, here, we, uh, here we're heading into this uh, truly post-panda time now, and uh, I'd really like to get some of the opinions of some of these professionals, retired people, um, people from different walks of life, and let's give them interviews and see where, uh, where they've made some changes and, and, and how they feel about this post-panda time. So that's it. That's really all the time. I just want to tease that a little bit. Um, other than that, be good, be neighborly, have a great time. Yeah, great time. Good times to be had. You know, we're heading into summer. We're heading into summer. Where I live, it was snowing at the beginning of the week. And by Saturday, it's going to be 97. There you go. This is the Post Panda Podcast. Subscribe. Click the little subscribe button. We'll see you next time. I'm Jay West. Post Panda Podcast.
that's the time I'll be thinking of you. So anytime you say you want me back again, that's the time I'll come back home to you.